Hey everybody, welcome to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Gimpy, and I'm with the one, the only, drum roll please, Chipped Monk, what's up, bro? What's happening, bro? Just another <laughs> straight shooter keeping it uh, real. Straight shooting, man. <laughs> straight shooting. <laughs> <laughs> I like love shooting the McGavin over here. Throughout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so... So uh, I got back this morning from my vacation. Uh, How was the vacation? Did it feel vacation, you rested? Vacation was good. I, I I am not rested, you know, because uh, I went with the kids. So yeah. <laughs> kids are up all, all day, all day, every day. But uh, it was good. You know, the kids got to, you know, like for my daughter, like see her uncle again. And for my son, see her was one of his uncles for the first time ever. You know, yeah. so, uh, you know, it's a nice little kind of family bonding moment. And uh we did. We went to Alaska. We did the uh, glacier cruise, which was pretty awesome. Actually, got to just and the uh, ship captain just went right up next to the glacier, dude. It was super close, nice. so that, that was pretty cool to see. And uh, shit's actually blue. Like, like however it compresses, it just like yeah. some shit happens. <laughs> yeah. and it's fucking like legit blue. You're like, like water's blue, man. It's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. right. It's, it's, it's nuts, you know. So, so yeah, that, like stuff like that was awesome, man. We, and we, uh, not only did we fly there, but we, we took a train to like the cruise. So we literally had a plane, trains and automobiles kind of a vacation, dude. Yeah. You hit all <laughs> modes of transportation. Yeah, man. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. So it was, it was a good Were time. Were you wearing man. willies when you did it? <laughs> nah, nah, I should have been though. Right. We yeah. A hoverboard or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Segway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, it was, there, dude. Gotta say, man, it was a it was a fantastic fantastic trip. Shout out Sir Trike and Sir Solace, who you know we hung out every every damn day. So great time, man. Great time. Nice. Uh, what what about you, man? What have you been up to? Just been working. I took off uh Friday and then left work early Thursday. So I'm kind of on a mini vacation. I got Monday off too. Nice, uh, there's nice. a, a game jam going on right now for RPG Maker. It yep. ends in August. So I was like, I should do that. I asked the professor if he wanted in on it. Uh, he agreed because there's money involved. So I'm hoping he comes through on that. But who knows? He's been uh, trying to get like a better job lately, too. So he's been doing yeah. all kinds of stuff. But he kicked up Game Maker and he got it connecting to the RPG Internet. Maker, right? uh, yeah, yeah. What did yeah, I say? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all the same. Uh, he kicked up uh, RPG Maker and uh, got it connected to the Internet. And he was using like a Java API to have it like shooting out Chuck Norris quotes whenever you uh, talk to somebody. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, I was like, all right, I think we could probably do something. I think nice. we can, I think we have a chance of winning this thing. So, when, uh. when is the, you said August, the contest? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the end of this month. So, I don't know. It, it's been taking me a long time. I was telling you a little bit about my trials and yep. tribulations with it before this. It's about four hours for me to make like a simple level right now, but I'm getting, slightly faster as i progress uh i'm trying to use a plugin to use tiled which is you know yep. the out, yep. outside I program and that's great uh none of the features actually work with the plugin <laughs> that i have and that's been kind of the problem like where like i'll do something i spend like uh you know an hour and a half doing something and then like i kick on you know rpg maker and i'm like boom and then it crashes and i'm like <laughs> oh i can't flip tiles in this i bet dude I know that's what it is. And I went back and like deleted all those tiles and like blew it back up. I'm like, yep. Well, there goes an hour and a half of work. I just lost. <laughs> any any uh, reason why we're not using the built-in? 
Uh, tile lets you get more layers. It lets you do collision. It lets you set objects so you can put things off uh, so you don't have to place things perfectly uh, on grid. So you can be off grid. Uh, you can go off okay. model so you can make things look you know slightly more natural and, and better. Uh, yeah. But the other problem I've run into is RPG Maker uses like its own weird proprietary thing. So in GDevelop, it's called, uh, I want to say cloud. Okay. In Unity, it's called uh, Nine Sprite, Nine Slice, and it's okay. where you cut up a, like a. It's where you take a sprite and you divvy it up into like you know three by three, so oh, it's a nine. Slicer. Okay, got it. Yeah, and then you got can it. you know paint terrains or water. Yep. Uh, so RPG Maker uses its own thing. It's not, not like none of that. And it's all hidden behind the hood, so you can't see any of it. So I had okay. to download Godot to use a tile converter that somebody made in Godot and it only works in Godot. They didn't like make a standalone. So now <laughs> I have Godot set up, have a new plugin for that for like a tile uh, extruder, use that to ex uh, have to go into uh, Clip Studio, cut up my sprite tile maps, upload them into Godot, export them into like these weird funky formats, and then put that into tile to export it back into my <laughs> RPG maker. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's... Uh, it's taking a little bit of time, but once That's all those good. tiles are converted and all of groundwork's done, it should be fast. Cause like this last map, I just started yeah. like half an hour. I'm like almost done with it. Like, Sweet. so, Sweet. you know, it's, it's getting a little bit, there's nothing on it. It's a desert map. So that helps. <laughs> <laughs> I will say um, that it's probably more, you're probably making it more difficult for yourself because you know, other programs and like how those work. So you're just trying to shoehorn it in. Um, have you, and you're doing it for a game gem, so you probably won't even have time to really dive into their proprietary stuff or, or how they do it. But I've, I've played a few RPG maker games and some, I know for a fact were made just using the internal tools that were actually very, very polished. Any, any, anything outside of the game jam that, where you're liking RPG maker that you could see yourself using it in the future, or is this just purely do the jam, get something done and move on? I feel like it's mostly just do the jam i don't know there's like it's very chill man i've just was putting on lo-fi music and just you know making tile like sprites are just very calming to the soul like there's something <laughs> there's something simple about like it, it brings you back to uh, a simpler time dude when like video games you know were just uh abstractions of your imagination you weren't you know bogged down by you know the vertices and uh realistic graphics so you had to I use that for sure man you had to read for text sure. on screen <laughs> so i don't know like it made me want to use g develop more uh where i'm like man maybe we should go back to g develop or like really dig into like unity's 2d tools yeah because i know like uh uh smile builders kind of like one that's like an rpg-esque maker and then rpg makers having like rpg unite like both of them later this year yep uh where they're both going to be you know plugins for unity uh, and I was looking at possibly getting a Switch because I was like, oh, maybe I could build something for a, like a you know Nintendo Switch, and that'd be fun. It'd be like having a handheld. That'd be that'd be all right. And I was like, yeah. I already have a phone. I could just I could do that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. So many options, man. For sure. So I will say, um, well, that's one. Congrats on doing the game jam, man. I'm looking forward to that complete. Hopefully, project. I finish, man. Like even if the professor yeah. doesn't do his part, the maps will be done. I have. Yeah. Uh, every, I have the basic framework already laid out. Uh, so there's like eight roads and then four cities and then, you know, all the houses and stuff. So sure. I got, sure. you know, three of the roads done, uh, one of the towns done. So 
Nice. Did you graph paper design it first? I used uh, paint. <laughs> Uh, like no. the Microsoft paint, <laughs> yeah, dude. I yeah, just like yeah, went yeah. in there and I like gritted <laughs> it out. I was like, I generally knew kind of how I want things to look. And so I was just like trying to form the connective tissue. And That's I was like, amazing. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll just throw this together real quick here. <laughs> Absolutely and, amazing. And I just threw colors on it and I was like, all right, done. Sweet. Well, good, man. Good. It's, it's like, like we've said many a time on this pod, it's nice to get back into the shank and into doing creative things like that. Right. Yeah, so there's been a lot so, of internet drama awesome. lately about, uh, talking smack about video game engines that are out there, which, which I absolutely hate that portion. Right. Cause yeah, they're there so you can get things done. You know, yeah. um, like I said many times, I don't believe in reinventing the wheel. If you want to be that guy to open up C C plus plus and start, you know, writing directly to shit, more power to you. But for me, fuck that. <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah, it's just too much work. I just want to take an assembler and look at the hex code and break down these NES cartridges to change things up. I'm sorry, I fell asleep while you were talking. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> or you could just yeah. Right. I had a buddy who was like getting inside. He wanted to do like ROM hacking for like a NES, and I was like, yeah, what are you actually trying to do? Are you trying to like hack the game or are you trying to make games? Uh, and he was like, oh, I kind of want to make games. I was like, don't, don't do what you're doing then. Just go get into, like, go get Game Maker, go get like a uh, Construct or G Develop. Get, get something that yeah. like you can make like those 2D games on, like that you'll enjoy. Cause like, sure, you can do that, but you're going to spend so much time learning like a defunct thing. Yeah, defunct things like defunct technology that nobody, it's nice to know, but like, come on, man. You're going to be sitting there with the hex calculator, like trying to get into things, dude. It's, nobody wants to do that. Right. There there are some projects that do do that exact thing that I followed and they always end up porting to PC too because they realize like, oh, hey, I, I spent eight years of my life making this thing. I actually want to have some profit from it. You know, it's really cool that it that it's on runs on the stock NES or stock SNES or Genesis or something. But at the end of the day, you know, you want to you want to get paid, too. Yeah. But but yeah, yeah, there's, I, I, yeah, there's a beautiful art form to a lot of that stuff. And like a lot of it. Uh, I feel most people don't appreciate and nobody really uses like standards anymore. Like when they're coding or modeling or drawing things where they're like, Oh, I can just use all of the colors. I'm going to throw them all together in there. And it's like, bro, like you're going to balloon up the file size. And they're like, ah, oh, whatever. People have terabyte hard drives now. It's no big deal. It's whatever. <laughs> it's right. like, bro, Assuming why is it? <laughs> your, yours is the only game that'll be on that terabyte hard drive. <laughs> yeah. Or even like software. It's like, why is, you know, X, you know, photo editing software take a minute and a half to boot up on a modern computer it doesn't make sense it's like you're not even doing anything <laughs> right right just turning the damn thing on it's like yeah. let me load every plugin possible that's one of the problems i've had with unity man if we're gonna gripe about engines like it has a lot of like plug up plug and play options but like yep. i think constantly crashes will cause you problems uh it's, it's buggy as hell sometimes new bugs pop up like there's problems that'll show up on the forums that like just the developers don't even give a shit about they're just like oh yeah we know about this we're working on it it's like this was eight years ago dude you have two new releases and you haven't fixed this shit this is <laughs> like this breaks everything like i should essentially a screenshot because i was like making something in uh the oculus uh yep 
was it the meta two, whatever. Well, uh, we, we can, well, let's let's here before we do it, let's call it what it was called. You know what I mean? Like, I, I actually dislike the meta branding. Like, fuck that. Nah. If, if it, <laughs> three years from now, we can use the meta branding, but the Oculus branding was way better. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, yeah. So I was, you know, just making like a simple demo for Oculus, uh, and I was like in the manual for Unity, and it had like the button commands for the program are different than on their uh, unified control scheme. So it's like, it's two different things where it's like, this is now input dot player dot one instead of, you know, button two or whatever it was before, or like primary, like it's, it was so ridiculous. It was like, this is your official documentation. You couldn't update it. It's a wiki. It's not like you printed this off and like mailed it to me, bro. Like go, <laughs> go in there and like update your code. Like base, right. dude. Yeah, this is ridiculous. It's incredible. Or at least have it unified. Like if that's what it's supposed to be in C sharp, then have that reflect on like your new input system as well. Like don't have them be two different things because it's just oh, it's it's confusing. confusing as hell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So did you get anything off the ground um, with the Oculus? Uh, or you were you doing Unity before Oculus, right? Anything off the ground with that? Dude, I made. So I got like several things working together. So I got like the Emerald AI like you know, thing off the store where like you can program in simple AI to yep. do stuff. So I made basically like uh creepers or lickers from like Resident Evil 2 that like kind of crawl yep. around on the ground and like attack you and like I got so I could like shoot them down and, and kill them. Uh, and I was running around like a you know a space station and I was like this is pretty cool. It's only running like at 30 FPS. Uh so it was giving me some issues. But like I think that's you know it was all HDRP is the high definition render pipeline and everything looked gorgeous. I was like this is too real. This is probably bad for my like mind to be murdering things like in this realistic <laughs> of it. This murder sim uh, in these monsters. Yeah. Uh, but then I was like, all right, it's kind of like bugging down like in the frame rate. Maybe I should make like a quick, uh, you know, standalone instead of a whole space station like city. Just have it just be like a single base and work on that. Uh, and then I got pretty frustrated where because everything in VR is using like real physics, I put yes. the doors like slot them into like the space station doors should just work but it was like hitting some geometry somewhere in there and i was like are you kidding me dude like i'm not i'm done i'm you done with irl architect just to get it done <laughs> yeah after like i i was like ah, this is stop being fun like the ai the shooting stuff that was fun running around the city was fun and then i was like as soon as i tried to like make it into some sort of game i was like thinking like oh maybe i can make like a basic call of duty zombie style map in this and i was like I don't want to do this. I, I don't, I'm, I'm done. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it was fun for me to like get the fun part for me was getting everything up and running together and stuff and playing around in unity. Uh, but yeah, I was like, all right, that was done. And then I was like, I should work on that uh, card game I've been talking about. So I started that up and I got pretty far. I got the scriptable objects and then I was like, all right, now I just got to like get to the play part working. Uh, and then this game jam came up. So I was like, I'm just putting this on the back burner. So, oh, for sure. For sure. A, I get that. A lot of nothing got done, dude. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. What about you, man? You're just on vacation and think about any yeah, anything. So, so while on vacation, um and and you know, doing the whole whole flight shit and all that. Naturally, I'm, I'm you know, watching a movie or whatever. It's a five and a half hour flight there, direct flight. Dude. So I had some time. So I uh was you didn't have to on say it like that, dude. What? You said like, yeah, that's a time. Like, <laughs> it's five hours, not a lot of time, dude. It is when you have two kids with you too, though. Yeah, on a plane, dude. That's on yeah. you, bro. 
<laughs> but anyway, I had some time to really, you know, just kind of dive into a game, get give it some some good thoughts. So I had my Switch with me, and um, I ended up just playing Metroid Dread both both to and from. Fantastic game. I, I it was one of my game Did of the years. The already beat it like prior. twice. Yeah, yeah, three times. Nice. Now. All I absolutely right. Love the game. <laughs> absolutely love it. <laughs> um. So, so I was thinking. It's like you know what, mobile gaming is like Nintendo pioneered it perfected it and then they went the other way where you could have hybrid you know so mobile gaming now is hybrid gaming and and or handheld gaming i should say is hybrid gaming because mobile gaming became just your phone so i was like it's actually a great experience and while i was on vacation lo and behold i got my notification from steam saying my uh, steam deck was ready for purchase so i purchased that as well and it got me it got me thinking man handheld games are such a vital part of our industry that a lot of people just overlook you know like uh like when there's especially i would say like between between generational leaps of the main consoles right you usually have the handholds that are like two maybe three generations behind so they're taking like what what happened three generations ago and perfecting that you know like like um like i'd say like the one of the best consoles of all time was the game boy advance you know, following that, the Nintendo DS, I'd say, it was yeah, one of the I, best consoles. I'd say like DS personally, but you know, whatever. Over the game of GBA, yeah, just it had the I, stylus. I it, it kind of it's truly innovative, right? And dual yeah, it changed and up. That. It, it sure. basically was like a precursor to like cell phone technologies of like how we now deal with like mobile games, sure. minus sure. like the microtransaction part. Yeah, uh, and, uh, and people and are things like salty right now. Shit, you know, or just just how you know you're you're. We went from a time of having, like, the Game Gear with, like, fucking eight batteries that drained after fucking an hour, you know, yeah. to now, like, uh, I found my 3DS before the trip, and I was going to bring that. That shit I haven't seen in probably four years. That shit still had a little bit of charge left, like, <laughs> it's like still Where's ready this to go. Life coming from, man. Like it's it's actually absolutely incredible. So anyway, while I'm playing my Switch on the plane and and uh, I was and my Steam Deck's on its way, it got me thinking, man what can handheld gaming do to to make it a must buy now because right now it seems to be an ancillary piece to like a main console or a main pc you know um what do you think that it can do to become like like you know i I feel everyone has that and like back in the day you'd had like your normal console but everyone had like a gba you know, so or everyone had a DS or a PSP, but let's be honest, everyone had a DS. <laughs> uh, yeah. What 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 do you think uh, has to happen nowadays for it to be to compete with cell phones, really? Um, to do this, do it's think- rough, man. Like I feel like market penetration is a, th- a real thing, and like people get invested in like these uh, you know walled gardens, as they say, like your your Google Plays or your Apple Store. Like the girls about to say people have been like really salty about the the latest, you know, game that's uh, trending to hate on is Diablo Immortal. They're like, oh, look at all these yeah. microtransactions. And everyone's like, bro, have you not played cell phone games? <laughs> like, this has <laughs> always been like uh, how games work. And they're like, uh, you know, they, they make like the gambula- like uh, gambling simulator where like you can see like how much it actually yep. costs to get like the ultra rare. And it's like, this is how it's always been, guys. Like, if anything, the only reason we know the odds is because other countries have stepped in and put legislation in place to like make it so they have to like print the odds on the game, like in other countries, like we don't even have that. Uh, so like people have to go to like other countries and get like the translation. They're like, Oh, the odds are this. It's like, you know, uh, they, it, it is what it is, but 
that being said, people are like, how come it is that way? Right. And it's because nobody wants to pay $60 for a mobile game, like on their cell phone, just because it was, it was like a, a race yeah. to the bottom for so long where it's like, all right, uh, I told my buddy, because he was like, oh, I want to play Final Fantasy Tactics, bro. I used to love that game. And I was like, it's on the phone now, dude. You can go buy it. It's like like 15 bucks. And he's like, oh. And he like looked it up and he's like, oh, it's like nine dollars. He was like, all right. And he didn't buy it. <laughs> he was like, his ten dollars was like too yeah. much for a game he loves. So like have it like because he's like, oh, I've been trying to like find a new game to play that I can like pick up. And I used to love Final Fantasy Tactics. I want to play that game again, but like I don't have uh, any way to play it. And I was like, bro, you got a phone? There you go. It's like 10 bucks right there and he's like ah i'm good <laughs> like, what the heck? you know so uh, they've just like indoctrinated us into like this way of thinking of like if it's not like free or 99 cents like it's too much like it's, I, it's I don't such know a, it's such a backwards way because yeah. that's and, that, and i'm glad you mentioned that uh, i was hoping you would so that's i think that's how handheld gaming becomes a necessity uh, I think Nintendo is very ballsy um, and pretty innovative, actually, for releasing the Switch using a mobile processor, your mobile, mobile graphics chip, I should say. Yeah. Um, uh, so, like, all these games are probably pretty viable on your phone, you know, to be honest. But the difference is control scheme, you know? Yeah. Uh, online play, um uh and they still have their crazy motion controls on the switch and i i think that that no one is doing what nintendo is doing you know yeah that way it's it's people were upset when they did cartridges still they're like oh this is like drm stuff they don't uh they don't want people blah 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 it's like yeah so what dude like it's their like sd cards hold so much like space now like yeah super lightning fast it's like so what like they're like oh this is just more of their shady you know practices because like you know back in the 80s and 90s they were like you have to print cartridges through us like we're the distributor blah 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 but i don't know it's lightning fast it makes sense like it works uh and i don't know the drm is working as well like nobody's really getting too deep into like you know uh you know modding those uh systems and getting them like completely unlocked you know i mean they're there's there's always a community for that, but yeah, it's not as popular as it once was. There's, I mean, they just went after like the biggest mod chip seller, dude. Nintendo did. They like got yeah. them arrested, dude. Like it's crazy. People are people are heated about that too. They're like, how dare you? Because it's perfectly legal. People have to protect their their, their intellectual property. That's yeah. You know, like like I like free shit too, but at you know a certain point, you, everyone realizes it's illegal. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, preservation and stuff, which I'm all for preservation. I've even, we've even dedicated an entire episode on emulation and preservation of games and stuff. But, you know, if you, you have to look at it from a business standpoint too, it's like, yeah, these people are taking your games and getting them for free. Fuck them. You know, like that's, yeah. that's the corporate mindset. And yes, people, people, the argument is these games aren't available anywhere else. True. Emulate it. Go for it. I do, <laughs> you know, yeah. but I understand the other side of the, of the table as well. Yeah. I also find like a lot of this comes from like uh, younger people as well, uh, uh, where they don't really understand like how businesses work. Like I was listening to somebody talk about, uh, you know, you see, I have the Sega shirt on. Somebody was talking about like the uh, Sega and they're like, at some point they accidentally left in a piece of fan art in like uh, generations or something. Uh, but it was only in one single version of the game. And they're like, oh yeah, sorry. And they're like, Sega has zillions of dollars. There's no reason this for, for this to happen. And it's like, 
bro, first of all, they don't have zillions of dollars. All right. I don't think, uh, like you understand like how like quarterly profits and stuff work, like, and like how much it costs to operate and like keep people employed, keep the lights on in like your buildings and stuff. Like, is it, unfortunately, like, uh, you know, being in the creative field, isn't like, uh, free, you know, it's not like, uh, we're not like in, uh, was it, uh, where PewDiePie lives. Sweden, yeah, <laughs> we're not Swiss Sweden, bro. Or... We don't have like the social credit where they just like pay us, you know, welfare to like hang out and try and be creative all day. Not all of <laughs> us could be in Sweden, bro. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Yeah, dude. So, so I was thinking like Nintendo has actually <laughs> done quite a bit to, you know, separate itself from mobile gaming and the masses. So I was like, okay, what's the next big thing? Got and, Pokemon and... Go, bro. Like, right, right. So they're they're double dipping too. Um, yeah. You know, and then they did the smart thing of buying a successful, innovative mobile developer to make games like that. So Niantic, who uh, made like all of their games, kind of have the same same shtick, but um, yeah, licensing Pokemon over it is like the best thing you could have done. Just printing money, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you put a couple. I think Pokemon's making a billion dollars by itself. A- yes, across across the board though. That's like toys, games, everything. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Cartoon, like, you know, comic books. That is not Movies. a solely Nintendo-owned IP, though. Yeah. It's a uh, Pokemon company, and Nintendo have, like, they split it. I actually think it might be a, a 30-70 split, if I if I remember right, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, but, you know, N- Nintendo, like I said, for what they were, were for what, any, any shit we talked about them, you have to admire their hustle and how they're doing things. And that being said, um, my Steam Deck, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm actually super excited for the Steam Deck, and people are like, why don't you just buy a gaming laptop? I'm like... Yeah, that's yeah, what I did. But, but it doesn't work for my situation. You know, it's fair. Like I, I have like uh Sir Solis saw how I live my life now because he's like, Man, no wonder you're always up so late. He's like, the your kids want to hang out with you all the time. I was like, Yeah, they do, they're kids. That that happens. That's what kids do, Mike. You know, and, and he's <laughs> like, So when they go to bed, you you just like I try and get gaming in, I try and you know, get like some social some socialization in. You know, not, not to mention hanging out with with my wife and doing doing stuff with her, but you know, so you try and, and match all of your all of your daily things that you take for granted when you're, you know, not a parent. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, so I'm like the switch. The switch allowed me to play full games like with my kids there. You know, if like sometimes they'll be watching a movie, I don't want to watch their kids show, so I have the switch in my hands, right? Could I do it with a gaming laptop? Sure, I could. That seems kind of like cumbersome. And now with the Steam Deck, there's like so many PC RPGs I want to play through that I've owned for years that I haven't because time. So yeah, like man. Disco Elysium, it's the first game I'm going to install on the Steam Deck and start playing. Uh, it's nice. a long form PC RPG that I have been looking forward to for so long, but just never had the time to really just sit down and, and just play it without being interrupted. So I think my use case uh, will be is. It's not as unique as you think, because I think other like gamer parents kind of deal with the same thing that I do. You know, yeah, they've been doing with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and and like the professor, he he games. He's a parent. You know, he has a full time job. All that. I feel like the Steam Deck has allowed him to play a lot more games than he's played before. You yeah, know? man. So I think that uh, Valve is where Nintendo was back in the early two thousands, where you don't have any competition. And any competition that comes up is not a threat. So the other beautiful thing as well between Valve and Nintendo is they've both 
built up a platform where people are used to paying a premium for their games. Like it's true. They don't have like the, the holdover of like the app stores where it's like, Oh, it's 99 cents are free. And like, we'll just subsidize it with ads. Like you're the product now. Uh, and also like yep. we allow other game developers to put in microtransactions in here. And oh, it's super, you know, I, I don't know. Just, I'm sure the, I'm sure they do it now. Right. Nintendo probably has like some sort of like Mamma Mia coins or some shit you can get on like their store that, uh, no, I think their only kerfluffle was like their emulation stuff that they did with the N64. Yeah, that's really it. That's really it. Nintendo's, I mean, you get, so they have like a Nintendo rewards program where if you buy a real game, you get like gold, gold that you can use to buy other games or, or other things like, like, a, yeah, Steam like does that something bad. like that too. Like their Steam yeah. coins or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and it's the Steam stuff is just like purely cosmetic stuff for your profile or chat. Yeah. Nintendo actually gives you like you can redeem those that gold Nintendo gold for money off your next game, or if you have enough, yeah, sweet just, sweet gold, you could just get a game, a digital game for free, essentially. You know, <laughs> yeah, for free that you paid for, but you know, right? right. I mean, you know, it's it's like money yeah. back from the games you've already bought. So it definitely helps so that they don't have like that stigma of like, oh, it should just be free, man. Yeah, I, I think, exactly. I think that's what's really killing mobile right now. Uh, I, I told you about this a little bit. Like uh, I, sh- I showed you this, the play date. It's like a new yes, handheld yes. that's made by. <laughs> it's like yes. it's big thing. It's like it's got a fishing reel on it, dude. It's like one bit. It's like black and white. Dude, this thing is. I don't understand. I feel like I'm a boomer, bro. This is my boomer moment because like people love this thing. It's selling out like everywhere. Like it's like uh out of stock to like the end of next year i think is like how many of this thing sold out Lots and of, it's not even <laughs> it's not back but it looks like a like a game boy sp is that would you say or the sp was backlit <laughs> yeah it's like a it's so weird dude it, it's running like, like so a it's watch weird processor retro tech kind of a thing so let me explain yeah. what play date is because chip told me before we started recording this podcast when i was excited for my steam deck and he's like how about the big competition the play date? i was like what the fuck are you talking about so the play date <laughs> the play date looks like a uh toy you would get from the dollar store and uh it's a single screen it actually has a pretty good resolution it's 400 by 240 and uh it's black and white uh, it has an a b and an a button just like the it's it's like the old it's like imagine the old game boy the original you know just two buttons d-pad uh and then for whatever reason it has a crank on the side yeah, of bro. it <laughs> the crank is an analog controller that you can use for games and it looks like that's how you turn it on like you twist the crank once i'm not entirely that's right sure. bro um but crank it like soldier boy and and the games are all are, are all a subscription model so yeah. you like wake up with new games just ready to play. Costs one hundred and eighty dollars, dude. And they're like, yeah. oh, that gives you season one of the games. There's twenty six of them that it comes with. I'm like, bro, I looked at those games. I wouldn't play those games for free, dude. Like, what are you guys talking yeah. about? Like, I feel like they're all just. I feel like I'm not cool, dude. I don't get it. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I really don't. <laughs> like, all of the black and white games. Like, you know, you're not gonna. I don't know, man. I think it's maybe it's cool retro tech that's new. That's the appeal of it. But you're right. I looked at those games and nah, nah. Is it because we're old? Is it because we grew up? You know, uh, we grew up with what they want, with with what they're selling, though. You know, it's like romanticized nostalgia stuff. There, I don't know. People like have like a love of like the '80s and '70s, where they're like, "Oh yeah, man, bell bottom jeans and like uh, Grateful Dead, bro." It's like, yeah, all right, Grateful Dead like that. Let's be honest. (laughs) <laughs> but they they want to though 
right? Yeah. Like they were going to buy the band shirt and just hang out and listen to the music and be like, right. man, this is awesome. I, they're really onto something. This is real music. Uh, they're like, I feel like that's what this is with the play day where they're like, this is real video gaming, man. It's just simple, clean mechanics, uh, great aesthetic, just one bit. That's all you need, man. You got to convey the message with that. <laughs> I, I know it. Yeah. I just don't see a true market for that. It just seems like some weird, some weird offshoot, like niche thing. Like I'd rather it's $180, dude. <laughs> like that's where I can't, like I, I would get it kind of like you're saying, like if it was like 30 bucks, I could see like something it becomes more compelling at that point, but then they're competing like at 180, they're competing with like the Nintendo switch Lite, uh, the steam deck, the, uh, Odin, like the GDXP pro, yeah. uh, they're, they're playing with the big boys at like $200. I right? love that like, the GDXP pro is the big boys in this scenario, <laughs> <laughs> the Odin Probably. as well, or like the, what's that Pico Neo, right? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> But you're right. Even if, it, even if it went down to 30, like you're competing with like Raspberry Pi still. Like that's yeah. like still like, and that's like even closer to the same market, I would say, because like it's yeah. part of the big draw for it is like, oh, you can like program your own games. It uses Lua yeah. program. Yeah. It's like a tinker machine, but like Raspberry Pi machine is like a machine that can do everything though, bro. Like you can make it a video game machine, but you could also turn into a thermostat or a yeah. server. <laughs> like, my, mine, uh, one of mine controlled my door locks at home. So. It's a door lock operator, dude. Like yep. Yep. It's, it's a doorman. Biometrics. <laughs> like, yeah. So you're competing with like that technology. So it's like, I, I don't see a place for it at all. But like I said, man, I, I think there's like some weird nostalgia thing, but you can just make games that have that aesthetic. You don't have to, you don't have to spend $180 kids. You know, <laughs> you know, you so can't. Just, the thing that like, so I could see like retro tech going, Oh, people want to have like the old game boy experience, right? Like the game and I watch. Could see that. I could see that, but it just sold the game like, and watch. It was they, cheaper. Did that? Yeah. Right. Where they <laughs> did that though is they added that weird crank, dude. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Before? <laughs> like not all games use it. I'm like, no shit. Not all games use it. I don't want to use this shit. Like what? Yeah. what? Yeah, like every review. I, Cause I went into it. Dude. I watched like three or four reviews of it. And like, everyone's like, yeah, this really hurts my hands. <laughs> like, what did you think? What's going to happen, bro? They're like, yeah, I get like really like sore, like wrist <laughs> after using this for like five minutes. I'm like, yeah dude they're like it's really hard to see this <laughs> is not backlit i'm like but there's like always talking it up they're like but you know i really love it this is the my go-to gaming device now and i'm like it said no it's, it's not it's not its dude. official site it says oh it's not it's not backlit or whatever but it, it has a super reflective screen you can even play it by candlelight <laughs> like if I'm in a situation where I have to have an electronic device where I have to play by candlelight, I'm not using that device. I'm using something else. You know? <laughs> yeah. We have bigger problems. I feel like if like uh, we're all using playdates by candlelight, dude. Like things have gone terribly wrong, and like the timeline, <laughs> the space time continuum, things have shifted. <laughs> the the Earth has moved off its ask ask axis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where Nova has taken so, out. So here's here's how weird that thing is too. Like I mentioned, it's probably like retro tech trying to be cool, but also it, it has is new cool. shit. It has USB C. It has Bluetooth. It has Wi Fi. All in this shit. For what reason? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of my looking at too. Where I was like, they could get rid of like all that stuff and bring down the cost of this thing, couldn't they? Like, what do they? Th I don't know. The, it's cool, dude. We're not cool. That's where I'm going with this, dude. All right, all right. I'm not I'm hip anymore, that. dude. We're old, old, old people. 
old people. Yeah, don't know what don't know what cool is. Yeah, yeah. So he, <laughs> that's how Damn it goes sometimes, man. Damn it. Yeah, but uh, my main point: Steam doesn't have any competition in this. The Switch doesn't have any competition. Not you from know, the play date, you don't think? Fuck no. I don't I think, know, man. I think the the Steam Deck and the Switch are probably the only like real competitions, but the Steam Deck is not because it still relies on like the PC uh, clunkiness that PC gamers are okay with, but like general console gamers are not. You know, if, if something if you buy something, you install it and it just works, get the Switch. If you buy something, you want to tinker with it, get the Steam Deck. You know what I mean? Uh, Steam yeah. Deck's really bridging the gap right now. But um, you know, it's I still don't think they're tr- it's true competition. And I think yeah, and I, I would also next. say like if like you want an entry level to tinker with it, Raspberry Pi, oh yeah, even even for like a uh, emulation and stuff too, like for like older stuff, like you get like the Raspberry Pi three or like the Nano or whatever. Shit, with the Raspberry Pi four you can emulate up to like the uh, Game Boy or not Game Boy uh, GameCube era, you know, or I think yeah. it emulates Wii as well. So yeah. you know, all the yeah. way up to the Wii got a little bit of everything and you'll learn stuff along the way but like you don't have to use a formulation you can make your own games you can program your own games and get yep. them working on there yep. Uh, yep. i don't know like it's it's tough to say man like i don't know what's going to take down the cell phone market i think it's just too big and like you can't really compete with free uh even though the price of it is like your eyeballs and they're selling you ads constantly like the the invasiveness of the technology i think the only way that things will shift is if like legislation comes into play where like they stop allowing people to do like such predatory like practices with like how they serve ads to people, how they're like stealing all the metadata that like you use, how they're like, you know, uh, farming your IP address, your uh, geolocation. They're like, and I don't even think like in a dystopian way that it's a bad thing. Cause like, I don't know, like you're going to get ads one way or the other. At least it's, more tailored to you and your preferences at this point. Like you're not getting, like I haven't seen ads for things I'm not interested in. And I see more stuff that I am interested in where I'm like, Oh, what's this about? Let me see this. So I'm okay with it personally. Cause like, I, I remember, I remember back in the day, the early internet when it was just like random stuff. <laughs> it's yeah. like, are you interested in anything dude? And I'm like, that was more of like the, the blade runner esque sci-fi of like neon advertisements, just blasting your eyes 24 seven of like, as you know, buy you know whatever Shinra tech. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah yeah I I can see that and and I don't let's see how I can I, I truly convey my feeling with that. I don't think I care about the privacy stuff stuff. It's like tailored ads. I probably don't click them anyway. I don't think I've clicked an ad in quite some time. Uh, does it bother me? No, not really. You know, you can opt out of most everything. Anyway, have you played so. any phone games? What's the last phone game you played? Uh, Beat Star. It's like uh, uh, like Guitar Hero, but with your thumbs. It's okay. how I could say it. Uh, just played it the other day. <laughs> so nice. Does you pay money in it at all? Nope, nope, not at all. Nice. You can pay money to uh, get like songs and stuff, but. Uh, Get rid it's, of ads or something, or yeah, or you can. I don't. I don't know if you can get rid of ads. I think they're always there, but you can like lessen the impact with like a subscription oh. or some shit. But you know, it's it's more of like a uh, scratching that rhythm game itch for me. All right, 
After you got uh, disgraced in Beat Saber by the professor. Now you're a mobile. Uh, still, right, right. You kick game. me out of the PC wall garden yeah. into the mobile yeah. gaming hellscape. Yeah. Send <laughs> you down to the shadow realm, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm still, I'm still down for. for so you're you're practicing Saber. to reclaim your throne, dude. Is this what's going on? <laughs> it's the hyperbaric chamber dude no no it's just something to play you know and like my my kids like phone games and stuff too so i've seen what what they're playing and and stuff like that you know um and just kind of monitor that or help them too so but like my my son really likes rhythm games so a lot of that comes into play so so any real rhythm game is there there's also a uh turn-based tactics game that i actually really enjoyed it has it doesn't have any ads um after you purchase it it's like five bucks to purchase it's called hoplite it's okay. a grid-based strategy game, uh, roguelike. That's very fun. <laughs> you know, like it's nice. only available on mobile. So, so I mean, you know, it's not like I totally t- hate mobile games. You know, I have some, and, yeah. and some games I think work with it. I just think that um, I'd rather use like a hybrid model, like uh, you know, the Switch or the Steam Deck, than it, than just my cell phone for things. Because have I, you looked I'm into not get intrusive ads on that? Have you looked into like the peripheral market for the phone for like getting like the controller dock or whatever? It's all like, asshole. It's all yeah. asshole. Dude. <laughs> There's no nothing cool about that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they'll have like a good shell at some point that'll that'll change up the mobile game landscape for you. Maybe, maybe. But you know, and I know you like it. I I just there's a a loss of tactile feel when you're yeah. I'm also like what involve a touchscreen. I'm what, I'm what you would call a minnow in the mobile game market where like, I'll give them like, if I play more than like four or five hours of like a mobile game, I'll give them like, you know, 20 bucks or whatever for the uh, first game pass. Uh, Cause like, it's worth it to me. Like around like six or eight hours. I'm like, you know what? The developer is putting some real time on this. Like it's an, I've enjoyed this game obviously for like eight hours. Like here's 20 bucks. Thanks. You know, I'm, I, I'm okay with that. Like me personally, yeah. that's like, and I feel but I, I'm not like predisposed to like gambling addictions or anything like that. So, you know, you knock on wood where like, I'm like, Oh, I, I'm not like chasing like, you know, five stars or like ultra legendary. I'm not very, com- like I, I'll compete in like certain games and then but I'm not competitive or like, I haven't played like any mobile games in months now. Like I've just been off of it. Like after I got like in my new phone, I'm like nothing really carried over from my old phone. I was like, eh, I'm not going to reinstall any of this stuff. Like, so I don't know. It's it's rough, man. I've been mostly back on PC after that uh, Steam sale, so I've been trying to just get through some of that stuff. But yeah, okay, uh, okay. I don't know. I like you. for for me, like as an adult, there's less opportunity for mobile stuff as well because it's like I go to work and then I'm at I can't be on my phone or you know yeah. pulling out like a Game Boy. Your your right. Game Boys work. Right. Uh, <laughs> people have questions for you. Sure. Uh, true so then from there i come back home so it's like i'm in front of a pcr tv when i get home uh and here i've been preferring more to go into vr than anything else so nice. uh, I, I don't really have room in my life right now for a handheld not even the play date dude not even ironically <laughs> as like a hipster dude yeah yeah definitely man yeah yeah for me man i think i think i'm at the point where handhelds are, are just gonna work for me you know um i'm looking forward to trying out the steam deck getting all my my opinions out uh once i receive it sometime next week uh i am actually getting some ar glasses to go with it okay uh, since there's no true dock yet right and i don't want to always have to play it on like the tiny screen you know well i guess the screen is actually really fucking big truthfully but i'm like wouldn't it be bigger if it's just like around my eyeballs shot right into your eyeballs exactly exactly so i'm getting these uh does it work with the vibe I don't think so. 
I don't, I don't know, so. man. Maybe you could pair it together where like uh, streams directly to. I guess at that point, why won't you just stream it off your PC? Yeah, right. I've seen a lot of people use like the HDMI to like a portable uh, display. Yeah, so a lot of people have been doing that. Like those seem pretty decent. And yep, I guess yep. it has pass through, so it'll charge up your Steam Deck while you're using the slightly bigger screen. So yep, oh. yep. Yeah, that, that's you got a, options. That's you, a you thing. That's, that's why I want to do the because my my thing is I'm, I'm, I have to travel for work uh, a couple of times this year. So my thing is, what can I bring with, but also give me like the best, like bang for my buck and portability. So I'm like, if I get these AR glasses with it, I'll I'll, I'll have these headphones, the glasses, and I can have like a mouse and a true keyboard with me. Be playing and, Valorant, yeah, on the Greyhound. Uh, that would be <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Be that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even if it's something like League of Legends or something, which I reinstalled after we talked about, you know, just playing that on the go in like a hotel room without having Nobody, to lug around we, we haven't talked about league of legends bro are you back on league of legends now without having to lug around uh, uh like a laptop would be way better you know it's just from yeah. portability so that's that's the thought uh i i am not super back on it but i it's reinstalled and there's been a game or two played uh we, we spoke right. about it when we were talking about uh how how much it advanced from 09 to today oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the yeah, graphics yeah, wise yeah, that inspired me. It looks good now, dude. It looks like a triple A game, dude. It really does. It really does. You're like, that game looks like butt. And I'm like, bro, hey, you haven't you have you I was like, because you've played it and like seen it and like grown along with it, like you don't realize like how much it's changed uh in the span of like this like ten years or whatever, how long it's been, it's dude. True. Like it's completely it's different true. now. Like it, it actually looks like a triple A game finally. Yeah, yeah, it really does. It really Before does. it did look like a like a dookie mod, uh, look like flipped assets, dookie dude. Like <laughs> it was rough, it. dude. Right, right, definitely. All right, bro. I think that does it for today, man. So right. we got. Uh, did we come to any conclusion here? Or is the uh, is mobile gaming dead? Is it all cell phones? I don't think so. I think we've I think we've discussed it enough. Where I think there it's a separate feeling market. good. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I think just really the main thing being right now like handheld gaming with like this let's just throw a steam deck in there but like the switch steam deck or whatever you're not getting the ad or monetization model that you are with cell phone yeah. so i think that's the biggest difference right now as graphics get closer and obviously input method but as graphics get closer you know um we'll see we'll revisit that in a couple of years and see how how we feel but uh for me to be like like touch screens really don't do it for me for games man like there's never been a cell phone game yeah there's never been a cell phone game even if i really liked it that will overtake me from playing another thing a traditional game that's fair man yeah yeah all right guys gg everybody like share subscribe mr gimpy chipmunk and we'll see you guys next time take care everybody peace